That's when you need a good caddy to isolate say, you from the yeah, mayhem. Put your blinkers on. Yep. Your blinders on. Not blinkers. Hideki blinders. <laughs> I mean, it is awesome. I've taken the family here because we didn't know where else to go in Grapevine, and they were duly surprised when I said, yeah, let's go to Cowboys. What? Golf club? Did you notice there? How about this? Is it's the only golf course in the country uh-huh. that ages their own meats? Interesting. Look at that. That is pretty good. That's high-toned. And show them. Technically, all men do that. <laughs> Dump that. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Seriously? Do that. No, come on. Quit being so sensitive. All right. The NFL coaches now are flipping slobs. They don't dress Some like are. that anymore. They all are. Which, what, name one of them that dresses di- dignified. Sean McVay. Name Marino. Wait, what? What? Just keep going. It was really bad. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> Did you just say defiantly? Dignifiedly. That's not a word. Dignified. There's no way. Dignified. Jay, it's your first, maybe that's your second one already. We haven't even got to the uh, meat of the show yet. Yeah. I told you to keep going because I knew it was wrong. You know what I was trying to say, though, right? Yeah, but I don't think outside of Billichek and maybe that uh, pretty kitchen. But the only guy that's really come out so far that's a marquee player that doesn't like it is Rory McIlroy. Well, Bubba Watson said he's not playing too. That's and true. I and I thought what Bubby Rat, but the Bubba Watson said. All right, up next, it's you. All right, so I hear things at night, <laughs> and I'm wondering if I Mark. should be worried. All that next. It's easier. I'm going to survive or you. I'll choose me. So it's the same thing. If they encroach on golf courses, whether it's wild whore, a horse. <laughs> you can mark that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> there have been a couple courses in the past that might raise their hand to that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and now it's time. For a motivational speech with Craig Rosengarten. Tell the man up. He needs to win that group. Huh? He just he needs to go in there and be the best player in the group that he's playing in tomorrow. I told him he's capable. He's like, well, I'm a little nervous. No, don't be nervous. You be the best player in that group tomorrow. I told him if he doesn't beat the, one of the guys he's playing with, I'm taking his golf clubs from him. Sometimes you got to man up. That has nothing to do with man. How about manning up is showing up. What you do on the golf course doesn't make, make you any less more or less your a man. Where are juices? <laughs> Give any? Yeah, but what's that got to do with it? Unique. What's that got to do with it? I'm just telling you, he needs to go out there and play to win. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is the T-Box on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Uh, happy to be here. No Rick Arnett today. That's I'm Craig Rosengarten. If you don't recognize that voice, you haven't listened. But um, Rick's not here. Rick is vacationing. And um, so I have a new um, co-host that has been here before. 
and he's got I, I think he's got way more skins now to talk golf so I'll introduce him in a minute but first I want to tell you where we are because you can come see us we are at Crest Cars we're in the greatness of Crest Cars we are in the infinity side and they have an incredible deal if you want an infinity we'll get into a little bit more later too but it is zero percent interest on any purchase of a car or any lease of a car that's unheard of leasing a car with zero interest is not even sure why they do that but they are so if you're thinking about buying or leasing you should come here first before I go into our my, my co-host let me introduce the staff Kern is here engineering as always good morning my dad is here I love your dad but he gets no microphone. He is 82 years old, and um, <laughs> and you never know. You just never know. Uh, yes. Jay King is is running the board, and great opening as always. Good morning, gentlemen. Guess you didn't like my opening, uh, my motivational speech last week. I loved it. Good, good. And then Russell Scott. It woke me up doing- this morning. It just drove me. <laughs> All right. Highly motivated. Man up. This is man up, right? Yes. Or you'll take my (laughs) golf clubs away. Yeah. And so, um, where was I? Russell Scott. Russell Scott. Ticker man. Tickers. Yes. Good morning, morning, Russ. Good morning. Morning. Okay. So my co-host. So he used to run the magazine before Eli Jordan did. And now he is the executive director Grand Poobah, the head of the Texas Junior Golf Tour and the Rocky Mountain Junior Golf Tour. That is none other than Aggie fanatic Travis Measley. Good morning. Morning. Aggie graduate, I prefer. Okay. A fanatic and graduate when you're talking about A&M's. Mm-hmm. Probably about the same. So you're an interesting sort in the fact that you are an Aggie graduate. Yes. And you are a... Um, uh, Longhorn graduate of graduate school. I, I did go to Texas University for graduate school. I did. But they paid for me to go there, so I don't feel bad about it. But you don't root for no. Longhorns. You're no. anti-Longhorn. Yeah, of course. So. It's graduate. Graduate. You went to graduate school. Well, yeah, you went I to did. graduate school. It's different. Yeah, I went twice. Yeah. you have trouble the first time? So no. I had to go back. <laughs> no, I... Um, uh, I went to grad school in New York, and then I went to grad school in Illinois. But I guess it would have been like if you had gone to Florida for graduate school. Yeah, that, that would have been what this would. I would not be a, a Gator fan. No, though. sometimes yeah. graduate school is just it's all about education, right? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah, I wish we knew. Uh, so we'll we will talk. You you still keep in touch with all golf, and you sure. have a lot of. So there's a lot of things that a reason why I wanted to bring you in today. By the way. If you want to know how we pick our our um, co-host when one of us isn't gone, is gone. So normally we would look at a Conrad or or somebody, you know, Conrad or 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 Paul Stankowski and Conrad's playing. Paul's on on uh, PGA Radio. So Rick looks at me Monday morning and says, "Hey, I can leave." Friday or I can leave Saturday after the show. I'm waiting to see if you can get a good co-host. And immediately from one of the other offices, I hear, I'll do it. 
I knew where we were going. Then he knew where we were going. It's like free breakfast. Free breakfast. I'm in. I'll do free breakfast. <laughs> so It's been a little while. It's been about two years. It's been two years. I think so. All right. Well, let's see how your chops are. I've got about two years of dumb stuff built up, I can say. If it involves free shirt, a free shirt or free food, I'll go to it. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. A free shirt, really? Just Even a T-shirt? Oh, yeah. I donated blood in college just for a free shirt many <laughs> times. Well, that makes sense. College, I've, that, absolutely. I still Anything do it, too. Anything you get free. Interesting. I'll do it for... Free. Yeah. No. Hey, people act like idiots uh, to get the mascot to throw them a shirt. I was like, that's well, crazy. Donate something crazy. a little yeah. important. That all is right? crazy. It's, it's about a $6 shot at him. It's about a six dollar t shirt. It's probably a double X or something. It's not going to fit you. <laughs> but it's free. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll line up the show coming up next. But first, I don't. I didn't think I was going to do this story, but I must have gotten it emailed or texted to me 60 times and while i've been on the air two people have sent it to me so it obviously was a big deal in the world of golf in in the dallas area but i'm not sure unless you have a spare 200 grand it matters to you we'll tell you next T-Box out at Crest Cars where again it is zero interest on on buying or leasing that is just remarkable. So if you're thinking about a car, a luxury brand car with great service, look at everybody out here happy to get their car serviced or washed over here. Come to Crash Cars. Come see us. Come have some rock star breakfast and uh, have some fun. So our uh, this segment is brought to you by Club Corp and their one membership. And I will tell you, after this segment, you'll understand why maybe a Club Corp membership is the rock star membership to have. So... Before we get into uh, that, uh, just outline the show. Well, 8.30, they're at the Honda, and they're getting the pros are getting their butts kicked at the Honda. We'll do the leaderboards. At 8.50, I find it interesting. Um, Patrick Reed wins last week. He, through all everything of the, the claims of cheating and everything else and everything that's going on, um, he still wins. And I liken it to some other sports, and I'm going to bring Travis in on that one hard because I want to know um, what it's like. You know, he's probably seen a ton of cheating on the junior tours. It just happens. Sometimes, not even cheating, just rules infractions, and how to how to how to um, interpret intent. Right? I mean, that's the most difficult part of it, and that's the th- same thing about Patrick Reed. We all think that every time we scrape sand, we know it. So that was intent. We all, but you can't prove intent. Right. So, you know, I'll lean on you to see what you've done while you've done, run the, the tour for three years. At 9-10, Travis and I are both gym rats. We've got Jim talking. There's one thing that irritates both of us, and maybe the P1s can help us with this. Yeah, maybe the people listening are the ones that do it. Yes, and then 950, we'll talk about junior golf. You think about getting your kid into junior golf, you think about what it takes to run a junior tour or what we go through or what Travis goes through to run a junior tour. We'll kind of give you the, uh, the ins and outs of that. Before I get into this uh, segment, um, do remind everybody, normally here we start to promote our passbook and you should buy one. And I'm telling you right now, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Interest, bold strategy. We, yeah. Wait till next week because we'll be at the DFW Golf Show down on Market Hall, Friday through Sunday. And you'll get a passbook for $59, but you'll also get 
the 33 Restaurant Group, which oh. is Union Bear and Taverna Rosa and a couple other ones, are giving everybody who buys a passbook a $33 gift card. Nice. I might get me. I need to get me one of those. Yes. Totally nice. worth it. And you also get a round at the Tribute for 25 bucks. Which that's is usually that's what, your money right there. Yeah, so more. right there, you plus the two dozen golf balls. But wait, there's only 300 of them, though. I wouldn't wait till Sunday. Ooh, yep. So um, there's that. And we'll bring that up again one more time before we get out of here. All right, so yesterday was an interesting day because... I hear things at night. Yeah, and during the day. And I must have gotten this texted or mailed to me. First off, uh, I got it from my, our accountant, Mark. He said, hey, did you hear this? I said, why? Because I have a client who's out in Vaquero. And apparently they got assessed yesterday. And I said, really? He goes, can you, can you claim it, it, you know, reputable source? He goes, well, he's a member. He got a letter. It's okay. So I kind of heard a couple more rumblings during the day. And then candiesdirt.com. Candy Evans, who used to write for D Magazine, now she's like the regional expert for real estate in town. And she comes out with an article, The Caro Club Fires CFO Assesses Members to Cover a $5.4 Million Deficit. Jeez. So everybody has an opinion on this, right? And apparently the CFO, uh, Brent Miller, had told them... The, the members for years that they were debt free and everything was fine and um, give you a, she lists a couple members tell me um, tell me if this is the high of the high in in the Metroplex Rex Tillerson the old Secretary of State CFX and Glenn Beck Brent Job the Jonas Brothers Sean Payton I remember when he bought that house and everybody was rumored he was going to be the next coach of the Cowboys Josh Hamilton, Adrian Beltre, Chuck Greenberg, Vanessa Swarovski, who's probably the richest on the this list here because she is the heir to the Swarovski crystal empire. Oh yeah, she's got a lot of money. Yeah, so she, she she's she's not worried about fourteen thousand dollar assessment. No. I don't think Ben Crane, KJ Choi, Todd Hamilton, uh, Tiger Woods is in. She kind of says Tiger Woods, but it's I think it's his ex-golf instructor, Hank Haney, Mark Deshera, Jason Garrett. I didn't know Jason Garrett lived out there. I guess it makes sense. And the Toyota's North American CEO, Jim Lentz, who works out here because the Toyota's headquarters is right here, commutes all the way from Vaquero. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's just like Jason Garrett. That would have been a long drive. Yeah. So, um, they, uh, so he's been obviously cooking the books since 2008. It's 12 and I, years. And I, I find that fascinating. That Think about all these high-powered business people that are members of Vaquero, and nobody even take, said, take a look and say, hey, can I take a look at our, you know, make sure our, our bank statement matches whatever you're telling me or whatever. Can we do a little audit? Nothing. So he's allegedly, uh, the club's allegedly in, in uh, debt of $5.5 million. And so the social members, who aren't golf members, are going to get assessed $7,000. And the golf members, <coughs> excuse me, 
are going to be assessed $14,000. Now, I ask you this question because of the an enormous amount of people who brought this to my attention yesterday said, well, fourteen grand for members of Vaquero, that's nothing. That may be technically factually accurate when you compare it to their net, net worth versus what $14,000 is. But at some point, it's more about why, isn't it? Aren't you frustrated with why I'm having to pay $14,000 versus the fact that it's $14,000? I'm thinking if I'm a member of Vaquero, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't even matter. I write the check and say, what the hell? Why did this happen? How did this happen? Why are we just firing the, the, the CFO? How did not the general manager not know this? How did the, why the board house? Yep. How did the board not know this? How did, you know, if I'm on the board, why, what was I thinking? And, and, the problem with, and the problem with it is Vicaro being an equity club, really at the end of the day, you point the finger right back at the members who are all technically equity owners right i mean it's not like you've it's not like vaquero is owned by a you know a company or managed by a company it's i mean it's equity so at some point you have as members you have responsibility okay so we that's right so so we do march happens to be our best of public private clubs issue and we every year we review the private clubs and vaquero's been historically number one on the on the country club side sure since they've been open and um, they just finished a $15 million, $15 million remodel of the clubhouse. And, they, and now they're $5 million in debt. I mean, where, how, just, who wasn't looking at things saying, okay, where are we, we're doing this $15 million. Where is that money coming from? How are we getting it? Where we, and all of a sudden, they're, in, they're allegedly right now insolvent if, if, yeah, if they Every, can't cover if, their debts. Well, but they can't even cover payroll. Yeah. And who – and on the other side, they just finished $15 million renovation at Clubhouse. You know, they've been doing stuff for about the last four, four or five years there. It feels like – who? how are the people getting paid? They're doing that – doing the job. Well, or where's – if you're get, if you're paying them off in a loan, how is the person giving you a loan not going, you would, hey, you would think, I need to see how you can cover this? Yeah, yeah, so could it? I mean, could it just be a factor of everyone assumes? Well, it's Vicaro. Of course, they have the money, or it's a that that level of you know club or that level of business. You just kind of yeah, of course they do. So in the letter it says the total amount we must have to put Vicaro on a sound financial footing is five point four million. Two and a half million of this overall amount will go to immediately pay off Vicaro's debt, which been is has been occurred as a result of Mr. Miller's deception. The remaining $2.9 million will provide the financial resources we need to run Vicaro through the end of the fiscal year, which ends Jeez. in June. Well, what are they going to do you in need, June? Yeah, what's going to happen on June 1 when so, you're in your next fiscal year? Um, I don't so, know. Yes. Take a run. I mean, you're, you're talking about initiation fees of six figures, and you're talking about dues of – I mean, it's close to $200,000. Monthly dues of more than 1000 bucks. It's 2000 bucks. What is going on there that that doesn't – how many members – I mean, I would guess they have – I don't even want to guess on how many members they have. I, I mean, I don't 200, think... 200, 300? I, something like that, yeah. What, are, what is going on out there that that money doesn't... That, that they can get yeah. this badly? And it's just... Which, by the way, I, 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 full disclosure, I wasn't going to bring this up this morning. Even when we did our show review at about 3 sure. o'clock yesterday, I told you, you know, we weren't going to do it. But it, I got it from so many people, and yeah, so many people to. wanted to hear about this. I, Yeah, all right, we'll bring it up. So it doesn't affect the lives of 99.9% of us, right? 
to pay $200,000 for a country club membership and to feel bad for these people who need to fork out another fourteen grand. But it is a great human nature story, and we love to listen to how the rich live. And, you know, it's a great golf course. Oh. It's a great facility. It's why we rank it number one every year. It's just fun. Um, and I know some of the employees out there, and I hope everything works out. So, Well, and you feel bad. You know, you feel bad for all the members and people that live out there. I mean, if you live out there and you're part of that community, I mean, now everyone's looking at you and your neighborhood and going, what is, you know, it's, it, right. it's unfor- you know, it, it is a bummer. They're, That's right. You know, every time we've been there, every time I've been there, I've had fantastic service, a great time. People are really welcoming once you, you know, once you're there and it's just a, one bad apple, and all of a sudden, yep. everyone and their mother is talking about this. That's yes, today's and, um, sad story. Yes, on Sports it, Radio it, thirteen. And we that is play that last part because what's that? we can't play that last part. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So on Sports Radio that segment is is had been brought to you by Club Corp. And I'm going to tell you, that doesn't happen in a club court facility. No. It's not an equity club. They screw up. They have deception. They have somebody do something wrong. It's on them. That's yeah. one of the values right now. Club court memberships looking damn good. Yeah. So there's your mention, Chuck and Chuck and Bob and Pills. Be happy. Right there. <laughs> Go but to you clubcorp.com. You know those guys are feeling bad, too, for, you know, for these guys going, man, how, you know. Stuff ha- I mean, you know, it, it, Look, you're not ex- a place like Club Corp or any place is not exempt from something like this. Let me tell you this, and you, I think you were there. You may or may not have been there. Um, yes, we've got the man, Mike Brosen. Uh, Mike Brosen just whispered in my ear. He embezzled the money. There's no way he did. Yeah. Of course he what, did. But here's a question: Would you rather have, if that were your employee, Mike? Would he rather? Would you rather have been incompetent or a thief? Because incompetent means why weren't you keeping an eye on things, right? At least a thief, he's trying to deceive you. Yes. The board, yeah. Yes. But I, I will say this, and, and Mike can, can confirm this. You run a business. People are people. People are bad. I had somebody steal from me. I had a controller steal from me. It is the worst feeling in the world. So as much as I... Look at this and go, what the hell? Hey, it happened to me. I caught him quick, but he still stole. Yeah. And it sucks. And you just feel like, it, you just, you feel so bad. And uh, it's super easy to say, hey, ha- there's no way that should have happened when it's not happening to you. But then it does, and you're going, I, it just happened. You know, I mean, yeah. the, you can't be paying attention. You know, you can't comb over everything with a fine tooth comb all the time. And people that are going to, people that want to do that stuff, are gonna find a way to do it, yep. you know. No matter how, you know, no no matter how good or how, you know, in ch- in place your checks and balances are, if pe- if someone wants to do that and they have the huevos to do it, they're yep. gonna figure out a way. Yes. I will go to F yes. in jail over some barbecue sauce. There That's you right. go. So go to clubcorp.com. This is the time to join a club. This is a reason to join a club corp facility. Right there, maybe. Yep. So all right, that 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 was also brought to you by. Gaylord, Michigan, which is a fun place to go, and you'll see him at the golf show next week. So that uh, coming up next on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. They're at the Honda, which is a, a bear. A bear. We'll tell you how guys are doing next. 
little uh, Eagles music there for the concert tonight. Interestingly enough, I'm going to that concert tonight. Taking my kid because he was a big Eagles fan. Really, Philip is? Yeah. I was going to ask you if he even knew who the Eagles were. Yeah, he's he's really. What kid doesn't know Hotel California or? Is, is uh, I'm sure it was part of Guitar Hero or something. Yeah. Is Glenn Fry's son still playing in his spot? Uh, either him or it, it was a country music singer. Uh, yes, he and Vince Gill both. Yes. Really? Yes. By the way, I'll see you at the concert tonight. Yeah, look me up. I'll be there. Jeff Catlin will not be there because he's using my tickets to go see Opeth. What is Opeth? It is some hard, heavy... Just grunge. wait for the next return. No, no, no. Do no. it. Yes. No, no. <laughs> Um, this segment is brought to you by uh, the Alabama Golf uh, Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail. So, okay, they are at the the Honda in Florida, and this is a butt kick. You look at this the the um, cut was it plus three, plus three you make. It's got to it. be one of the higher cuts outside of the U.S. Open every year, right? Non-major, I bet it's the highest, and it's tough. And I'm looking at the leaderboard. All week, because um, we do our little DraftKings thing, and I'm not looking at anybody I'd have taken until you get down to Gary Woodland, who's tied for fifth. But you're talking about, tell me who you were thinking about if you were thinking about this. Brendan Steele no. leading. God, he's got a nice swing, though. He really does. Really, I mean, good swing. JT Poston is tied for second with Luke Donald. Where has he been? You know, if you'd put a gun to my head and said, is Luke Donald still a full tour member? And I don't know if I would have said yes. He's on a medical exemption. So, so okay, you're, the answer you're is pretty, no. You're yeah. pretty close to yes. And, and, you know, here's the thing. He was number one in the world for a long – not for a long time, but he's no, one of the very few who yeah. ever have been. I wonder if that gets him something. Never won a major, though. Maybe. I don't know. So, um, so I don't know. But he's he's tied for second with – Lee Westwood, the other guy who's been number one in the world, who and kind of backdoored to number one. If I were, you could have put a gun to my head, and I said, "There's no way he'd have been in this field." Yeah. So um, they're obviously in town, getting ready for the players in a couple of weeks. Um, by the way, Honor Palmer Invitational's next week. Tiger Woods is not the Tiger. Playing. Bad back. Surprising. Is it surprising that his back's bad, or is it surprising he's not playing? This the second. It must must be really bad. Yeah, I'm, I mean, he looked pretty darn healthy middle of the year last year yeah. and looked pretty good winning. Yeah. Um, but I guess he's thinking about one. I mean, he's still just thinking about one thing. The Masters. Augusta National, yeah. So he'll be interested to see what he does in two weeks. You think he may pull out of the players? Well, I mean, I mean if he's not I'm healthy, sure if it he's makes he- sense, right? If he's healthy, he'll play, but it, it'll be interesting to see how healthy does he have to be in his mind to play. You know, 10 years ago, if he was 60%, he's playing, or 15 years ago. Now, I wonder if he's going, man, if I'm not 100%, I'm not playing. Yeah. Because i got to be 100% for Augusta. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the change in date changes his mind about Sawgrass. I don't know. It, if I guess if it's anybody else, I'm going to try to play, right? Oh, yeah. And but I guess he he, he got to know your body too. I I had lunch last week with Harrison Frazier, and he's still nursing a bad back. And but he's 48 years old, getting ready for a Champions Tour. Sure. And you know I asked him, you know, you're going to play at the corn because 
if you're a past winner on the PGA Tour, you get a some level of very high exemption on the Corn Ferry while you're 48 and 49 to get ready. Ah, uh, okay. And so I said, you, you're going to play over at uh, Texas Rangers, the Corn Ferry. I'm thinking, I, to me. It's right in your backyard. I, and I, in your own I know house. that course. Go play around with me. I know that course pretty well. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not ready. Like, really? Jeez. You, get to, you get to wake up and go to bed in your own house. And how much better would that? I mean, how much? You're, it's, you're stacked in your favor. And he made a comment, which I thought was interesting. He said, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to tee it up against 23-year-olds, I better be in full health. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess when you've been at the very pinnacle, not that he, I mean, I mean, he was a consistent tour player, played in the Masters. When, and then, and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're Shot not 59 there. at the uh, Q School. That's right. There's some chops there. They're just used to that level of play where it's not just, okay, I'll just go out and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So a um, couple other names of note. Uh, Jamie Lovemark's back. I think he's on a medical exemption. Tommy Fleetwood's in town. He's two under, tied for ninth. Two under's tied for ninth. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Not surprising, but unbelievable. Uh, Billy Horschel, who's, who plays well there, has been playing really well. Well, he, he followed a 73 of the 67. Uh, trying to think anybody on the, who made the cut who was of note. Zach Johnson was um, leading for a while. Ryan Palmer. I picked him as my rock star Stone Cold Lock of the Week. And you gave me a statistic that I kind of scratched my head on. I, I thought I saw, I saw it during the broadcast yesterday when he was on – I, I, he was on 16, whatever that par three is, where it was most balls in the water at the bear trap. I don't remember how long it was, like 10 years, and he was number one. Really? Yeah, and I, that might be getting that stat a little wrong, but he was at the top of some stat that wasn't ideal for the bear, for the bear trap. He had low round of the of the day final round last year here. I was like, man, he's probably waiting to go. You know, he's a good pick. A lot of times when you're unsure, because he can go really low. Okay, so is that you picking a really good golfer, or are you picking an Aggie? Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's me saying if you need a if you're filling out you know your fifth or sixth or fourth pick or whatever, and you're like I need a guy who, who's a good flyer. He's yeah. always because he can't. I mean, he may not win, but he's that guy that'll lead for 36 holes, and you know. Can, can can go really low. Yeah. He's actually was not cheap this week. Oh, really? No. I mean, it was kind of a lower level field. It's, it wasn't like normal Honda. And that's, which is this a, which is this a point, unfortunate, right? Yeah. I mean, for one of your longest tenured tournament sponsors and, yep. you know, Mexico being last week really, really took the wind out of the Honda, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you look through this leaderboard, and it's like, yeah. geez. There's a couple guys in there, and they missed a cut. We'll get to them in a minute. One last note uh, on the guys who made the cut. Uh, Scott Stallings. First week in his pro career, he had a full-size driver. A had a 45-inch driver. This is the first time? First time in his career. What was he playing with before? Shorter. Hmm. So... I found that I wanted to see where. Let me see real quick where he was in this in driving distance. I don't want to see that he was. Um, Just didn't hit it very far. Before. Yesterday he was 292, and his driving accuracy was 57 percent. So first day he was at 299. Wow. So um, I don't know. 
I use a full driver, so I'm not changing anything. <laughs> All right, guys, we missed a cut. There are a couple. Ricky Fowler. Um, not a surprise. Because? Well, he's going through a swing change. He is. And his, the bear trap's not exactly a place to where if you're uncomfortable or thinking about your swing, you're going to succeed. Okay, and he made one other change. And um, full disclosure here, Travis is a very good player. Well, Never played very competitively after high school, but, I mean, you hit the ball very, very long, very straight. You're a good player. And he changed golf balls. He allegedly helped design the new TP5 by TaylorMade, and so he left Titleist to go play this ball. Does that make a difference? It would not to me. It's been a year. It shouldn't. Has it, it, been, it, ha, it has. Has at it least, been a year? Yeah, it's at least been a year. Remember, we had that giant cut out of him in our office, about eight nine months ago. You never saw it. No. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been at least. It's because Taylor May was our sponsor right. at the Junior Tour. It, okay. Maybe 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 nine months. I don't think that should matter anymore. The swing. I mean, the swings. This the swing changes he's going through. While they may not be a big deal, it looks different. I mean, you watch his swing; it just looks a little different, and. It's gonna be and, uh, it's uh you know a lot of guys are you've got a, a lot of guys that are that have in the last six eight months changed coaches once Butch Harmon stopped going out on the road. Yeah, you know his brother picked up a, a bunch of them, Dustin Johnson, guys like that. But you know all of a sudden Butch is getting old and he's tired of traveling, and you got a lot of guys that need and want, especially the younger guys, want uh, that coach there. He's got to be the best there in the game, right? I mean, one of the. I mean, yeah, in the moder modern, you yeah. know, last 25, 30, yeah. you know, Tiger and on, and yeah. that's why. Yeah. But absolutely, I mean, you go look at his repertoire. I mean, he's worked obviously Tiger, but he's worked with, you know, DJ Mickelson, a lot of really good yeah. players, and not, you know, not permanently, but he's the guy too that a lot of those you read a lot of those guys go, I'm gonna go to Butch. Yep. For help. Yep. That that's a mark to me of. That guy's good. Yeah. Where yeah. you're, yes. A couple of the guys who missed a cut. Um, Justin Rose missed a cut. Again, another top ten player. Um, Brooks Kepka doesn't look right. Well, he, he was eight no. over. He, uh, well, he, here's a guy who is number two in the world. Mm -hmm. It's 219 in FedEx points rankings. Well, I know. But that'll still. change. But yeah, it's alarming yeah. to see that on the on the little graphic on his when you're watching him. Yeah, seeing it red two nineteen. Yeah, I, I mean the guys who you would have said were Louis Oosthuizen missed a cut. He was even nine over. Um, Keith Mitchell, who won last year, missed a cut. And uh, I, I just VJ Singh, who uh, Rick was kind of touting, is he plays really well here. I think he t came in sixth last year, even at his age. He missed a cut. He tied Oosthuizen at nine over. Tough golf course, man. I, yeah. it, it, you know, non-major to me is tough to watch. I like the this I like, golf course. I like to see him struggle like this on a major. Yeah, the U.S. Open. It's fun. Here, I don't know. I want to see my pros play well. Agreed. So you know, real quick, the Corn Ferry Tour because it's coming in a couple weeks. You know, um, I did know. And go through that leaderboard real quick because. Most of the, you'll know most of the names, right? I mean, these are yeah. guys that are young guys, they're, and they're pros, and you'll know them for sure. But I bring this up because leading 
<laughs> one of the funniest interviews we ever did on the T box. Sung Moon Bay. He is the. He took two years off to be in the Korean Army, and but he won the, the, the Byron Nelson a few years back. And we used to do a wrap-up show, and we used to have the leader on. And he had an interpreter. And I'll never forget this, because he's, he did his little um, press conference, and the, the, he had the interpreter there. And he looks at the pre- his interpreter when he comes on the, on the air with us. He puts a headphone on, and he kind of shoos his interpreter away. And I, Rick looks at him and says, you okay? He says... And he's just shaking and nodding his head. And so Rick asks him a Bob Stern-esque question. Hey, congratulations right. on winning the Nelson. What was like? Uh, Not a question question. And Sung Moon Bay just looks at us and goes, I'm Sung Moon Bay. I just won the golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh. That's like that. I'm going to, I just won the Super Bowl. I'm going to Disney World. That's right. So uh, so I still root for him for that reason. Yeah. So uh, he is dude. leading this week. So, All right. That is your leaderboard update. That's brought to you by... The club's a tribute. Nice. Where for twenty five bucks you can play there if you buy a passbook at the Dallas Golf Show, and so. Um, but they are they have conv- they have combined both clubs, tribute and old American, and uh, going to use one clubhouse, and going to reroute the old American a little bit so they can use that clubhouse, and uh, it's a pretty special place. So uh, there's that. Coming up next, we will talk about cheating in golf. And compare it to some other sports, because I think maybe we might be a little bit too hard on people. We'll, we'll talk about that next. It is 8.56. You got the tee box on sports radio. No? Oh, yes. I didn't even notice. This is bad. This is, this is Opeth. Ooh, that's going to be quite a concert. I live around the corner from the Toyota Music Factory. hear it. I hope... I can't. No offense to Opeth, they've made himself a nice career, but you turn this off. <laughs> it's something, man. They'll lose listeners. Each, to each his own, yeah. right? Yep. This uh, this segment's brought to you by the City of Arlington courses. Texas Rangers Golf Club, where they're going to have the Corn Ferry Tour in a few weeks. Uh, so, a question about that, and if anybody from the City of Arlington is listening and it knows the answer to this, can text it in. At a public golf course like that, and on the corn ferry, they shut the course down a week before, two weeks before. A week before, probably, they? probably. But uh, you know. can tweet us that answer at me at Avid Golf for ninety eight, and you are. I would just you can use our TJGT. So at TJGT. At TJGT. So you're just you you are the TJGT. Yeah. Then. So, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. By the way, it is packed in here. Slammed. And and my father who looked noticed like everybody here is happy. Somebody here that's unhappy is like, everybody's just happy. They're ordering breakfast and uh-huh, having coffee. And... Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, it's a nice, yes. Yeah. So You're going to have to wait at a, in a waiting room. This is the one to do it in. You can listen to us. Yep. Have coffee, danishes. They make their own kolaches here, homemade kolaches. Yeah. So, good stuff. Giant TVs. Could yeah. be worse. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. So, come in, talk to my dad. He can hold his own golf show. That's right. Or whatever. A local. Just don't talk politics with him. <laughs> what else? Um, at 9.10, you and I will have a little bit of uh, gym talk. There's one thing that really annoys us and brought up to you yesterday, and you just looked at me and goes, yes. Drives me nuts. Um, so, last week, Patrick Reed wins. And 
I don't know how you feel about him. I guess I'll get your take on it. But after that whole thing at the Hero World Challenge when he scraped that sand, I'm sorry. You scrape sand in a bunker, you know you scrape sand. That, to me, was blatant. And we are a, you know, a sport of gentlemen. And you don't do that. Even if you can get away with traveling in the NBA and kind of high-five when you do, that's not what we do in our sport. We follow the rules, and when we break one, we call ourselves on it. And that was, to me, intent. What's your take? You know, coming from a place of dealing with rulings on a constant basis, Mm -hmm. I, and this is probably hyper-naive, but I'll... I'll, I'll die on the sword. I refuse to get into the intent argument because wow. I just won't. Uh, because I, I hate the word cheater because it implies such intent. Sure. That 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 at the that at, that at the end of the day you can't implicitly a thousand percent know. And so, my, me personally, I just shy away from it. I don't, I don't like it. It's okay. So hypothetically. You're at a turn. What's our, when's our next event? Uh, not until spring break, but we've got we load up big in spring break. Oh, right, we have so one in March. You have one in Albuquerque. Oh yeah, we do. So you have one in Albuquerque, and a kid's in a bunker, and he scrapes. He takes up two back swings and he scrapes the sand, and a parent sees it. And a parent comes to you and says, "I saw him move sand." Mm-hmm. What do you do? We would ha- we would have a that's an in, um, this is an interesting question. I'm glad you brought it up because something we talk about a lot. Because essentially what essentially what you're talking about is a spectator getting involved with the ruling, right? Right. And you can you can run that up all the way up sure. to the PGA Tour. And in that instance, we would it, it would be a subject we would broach with the player and and ask, hey, you know, what happened? Did this happen? Did this occur? And then we would go with whatever the player said. Our, you know, general policies, you can see it all the way up to the PGA Tour, is that spectators, you don't, you know, rules officials don't make decisions based on spectators. It has to come from the player. Um, or if they have tape. Right. Well, you wouldn't he, have tape. He, right. Um, but even then, I think on the PGA Tour, they're not taking that. They used to. Right. Remember? They don't anymore. Yeah. And, and so we wouldn't either. But, you know, it, it would be a topic you – it would, would be a topic we would broach with the player. Um, you, you find a right time to do it, right? You try to catch them on a tee box, or or if it's really not prudent, you try to catch them after the round. Just in a um, scores tent. Mm-hmm. You know, but it boils down to if the answer is yes, if the answer is, if the answer is yes, and it, and it turns out that that did occur, and let's say it was the most blatant, you know, disregard for anything Mm -hmm. and 100% did it the things that you know in my philosophy what comes out of our mouth is breach of the rule occurred breach of the rule rule this the penalty for a breach of the rule is this that's over you know there's there is no discussion of anything beyond that never comes up it's Mm -hmm. just did you break a rule yes here's the penalty of breaking that rule and then it's over so in your mind the PGA Tour did the right thing Absolutely. I mean, you have yeah. to. And, right. and and Rick and I argue about this all the time, with what, what's intent, right? Right. And, you know, you can have a, an opinion, 
but you can't prove intent. That's right. The, and, and intent is irrelevant, right? I mean, it doesn't – you can't say, oh, my gosh, I did that on accident. You're absolutely right. And that absolves you of the penalty for breaking a rule, right? I mean, just like you get flagged for holding in the NFL, and if you go, man, I yeah, I can't – that was totally an accident. They don't go, oh, okay. Well, because it was an accident, we, you, you know. No, it's – You only get you, five yards. Right, yeah. yeah you, you break the rule. And, and uh, there was an interesting article recently, the heavy RNA – was asked about about this uh-huh. about Patrick Reed in general, and it may have been just this week. And he, you know, he didn't say a whole lot, but what he did say was, he said, you know, and I'm I'm wildly paraphrasing here. He said, but it, the gist of it was, you know, we some things are kept should be kept behind closed doors, and stuff like this we believe is kept behind closed doors, and you address things with the player, and then there isn't more talk about it. So what happens – so what gets me on all this and um, his history. Yes. You have history at University of Georgia. You have history at Augusta State. You have history in the fact that Peter Costas – whoa now, Mike Grossen bringing us breakfast. Wow. Look at this. I'm not even sure what that is. We'll get that at the break, and I'll tell you, and I'll take a picture because that is one of the most special-looking wow. things I've ever seen. All right, stay on it here. So, on Peter top Costas, of history, on yeah. top of all that, Peter Costas comes out and says, "I've seen him do that four times on air while I was watching him. I've seen him do it four times." And that, what Costas was talking about was improving his like in the rough, things like that. Right. right? He said one time that, that um, he was putting a club down behind his his ball so many times that to it, pack it down that he could finally at the beginning could barely see the ball at the end he could see the logo of the ball right. clearly so you know peter costas had his opinion he sees it so he had in my opinion for a guy who was watching that much golf on tour he had a right to sure a real opinion on a tent right because sure. it seems like it's there but public public opinion i think would be i mean when you hear him say that and brooks kepka says that and you know other guys that yeah it was, but I guess you're right. You can't prove intent. And I and when I say I like to stay out of that battle, I'm talking about very general. Everything that has happened to Patrick Reed since that, since he did that in the sand, is, in my opinion, one thousand percent on Patrick Reed. Yes. In his, he gets his penalty. They follow the rules of golf, and and this is a it. I've never been in the public eye. I've never had to do an interview on television. But it amazes me how many times people put their foot in their mouth or can't get out of their own way on national television, right? That post that round, they're talking to whatever that young lady is. They're talking to him. Mm-hmm. Ask him about it. He puts his foot in his mouth. Well, I, you know, basically passes it off as I shouldn't have been penalized, this, that, and the other. I didn't think that was, you know, basically made himself look like whatever everyone thinks it's Patrick thinking. Reed is. Yeah. Right. Do, how is someone not telling him before he walks over there, hey, man, I don't care what happened. I don't care what was in your head. This is your response. Man, I didn't realize I did it. When they showed me the tape, I absolutely did. I got my penalty, which was appropriate, and move on. Matt Kuchar did the same thing yes. last year. How yeah. do you stick well, your foot in your Patrick mouth? Reed that, kinda, totally different situation. Yes, but Patrick Reed kind of said, look – Camera angles can do anything. That's right. It's, again, passing seriously, the, passing the buck, not wanting to take okay. responsibility. So let me let me throw this. So I, I look at when you talk about 
cheating in sports. You, I loved playing basketball. I played basketball sure. all the time. If you got away with the ball, you knocked the ball out of bounds and the ref gave it to, to you instead of the other team, kind of won, right? Sure. Kind of won. You know, you know, you traveled and they called it and they didn't call it, kind of won. You know, the – or you held in football and they didn't. Pass interference, goaltending. And so I'm thinking, you know strikes what? Strikes and balls in baseball. We get away with it. But then here's what's happened recently. The Houston Astros were stealing signs. Right. That's real cheating. You guys are going to pay the price. You have inflate gate with the mm-hmm. New England Patriots. By the way, New England Patriots constantly seem like they're, they're cheating. They're cheating and they and we don't care. Do right. we? I mean, it's like, I guess if, if it was... Tiger Woods. Oh, well, I'll give you an example. Michael Jordan was obviously, in my mind, gambling on sports, or sure. maybe basketball, and they said, "Go away for a year. We're not going to." Right. Do You're Michael Jordan. Draconian to you, but we're just going to do this. So, I, I'm here. I'm I'm struggling with how I should feel about Pro- Patrick Reed in that respect because I feel like his intent is bad, but. If I'm getting away with holding in the NFL and I know it every time I'm grabbing the guy's shirt and they're not catching me, I'm going to keep doing it, yeah. um, then we're okay with that. But on the other side, when Houston Astros are stealing signs and winning a World Series with it, we have a problem. Yeah, it's a real it's a real dichotomy in the difference between Houston Astros stuff, deflate gate, versus on field on within the field of play within the um, course of the activity violation of rules right right and look I mean in in football and basketball you've got and baseball on during on field participation you've got you know I'll get these numbers wrong but what three four five six seven officials on right. the field at all for every second with distinct jobs monitoring play. They mm-hmm. miss infractions, but they catch them, and it's, hey, okay, we move on. You, right. you would never call, you know, uh, Tyron Smith a cheater when he gets when he gets a holding penalty, right? No, or if he doesn't get or one. Or he doesn't get one. And You're they, not going to go, that guy's a cheater. It's Tony no, Romo showing on the big board how right. he held, right? right? By the way, congrats to Tony Romo getting That's a right. gazillion dollars That's being right. a, a uh, but color in, analyst. But golf is the only sport. I mean, even tennis, the individual sport tennis, you don't have to do this. Nope, there no is officials. not another sport where you are required and expected to Call massively penalties. police your own. And look, when you fact, it's very easy to say, and we we preach it all the time of our game is better than everyone else's because of that, right? Because of we're honest and the honor. Maybe that's the issue how with, when you have a how, guy like this. How unrealistic is that really? How hard is it when you're talking about millions and millions of dollars to say, you know what, fellas, we're leaving all 144 of you to your absolute own devices. We expect you not only want to know all the rules, we want to talk about a crazy rule book, vague, impossible to interpret, right. wild rules that's hundreds of pages long, but know the rules, but also be 110% honest, forthright, and sure whenever you break one. It's... It's a unique situation that there's probably – you can't – look, you can't have 144 rules officials. No. No, well, that would be 70 groups or 36 Well, but if you said we yeah. want to have one rules official following right. every – you can't do that. Right. But it's just a – it's an impossible situation that happens all the time. And 
the higher level player you are, the more scrutiny you're going to come under when anything happens. But again, I just keep coming back to all this could have been fixed, or not fixed, but glossed over if he had just handled the post-round interview better. I mean, I don't, I, I don't remember if it was, I don't think it was at a U.S. Open a couple years ago, but a couple year, year or two ago, Mickelson puts he, that ball, and he stopped goes it. and stops it, and in his post-round interview said, I, yeah, I did it. I knew it was a breach of a rule, but I did it because, you know, I knew what the penalty was, and I thought that that was better than this. Some people weren't happy about that, but he but that's was playing the rules to your. That's look, right. He was very upfront. You can a lot of people were critical of Seve Ballesteros. Rick right. brought him up, or I'll give you another one. Anna Sarka Sorensen. They used, and I say this to every kid when I'm around. Yeah. Them, use the rules to your advantage. That's, right. that's not cheating. That's not intent. If you know the rules and you can use them to your advantage, use them. That's right. And if Nicholson says, "Man, I'm going to have five more putts if I don't stop this ball," yeah, I'm stopping it and getting a two-stroke penalty and finishing. And Patrick could have said that. He could have said, "You know, that lie was garbage." I knew that I was more likely to get it out and get it close if I improved my lie, and I was willing to take the penalty versus having to and whether that's true or not it's like right. dude how, yes can we not get somebody and dear to, yourself with your fans that's right and your everyone you're playing with i mean i will say maybe he care. even if <clears throat> i know we got to go soon but even if it, he understands that part understand that you make money off the golf course too who the hell wants to sponsor you Nobody. right now i mean i don't no. i wouldn't you know if he called hey let me wear an ag hat for free nope. or a t-box hat for I'm out. Yep. I'm out. I don't care how much exposure. Well, hmm. I don't know. He is a TJGT graduate. He is. He did play the tour, and we appreciate that. Again, it's to me, it's all about presenting how you called right now and said, look, I did graduate from the TJGT, and I had a great experience out there, which he has said in other terms. Yeah. I want to sponsor a tournament. I want to call it the Patrick Reed Invitational. We're going to do it in June. And... You do it. I would if he said, and I want to come speak, and I want to talk about maybe Cheating? how I haven't. <laughs> no, but I want to talk about how to how maybe I haven't what I've learned in the last couple months, how I haven't handled myself, and how I and how I want to tell kids to handle themselves. Sure. Even today, that's all it would take. Now it wouldn't fix everything right away. But but if he came out, right, and said, you know what? Would, I didn't. Would. I have not handled myself well recently. You know. I, I take my penalties, and you know, if I break a rule, I accept the penalty, and I didn't do it intentionally. But I'm not handling the way I talk about it correctly to people that look up to me, mm-hmm. to kids, to the PGA Tour, to my fellow competitors. And for that, I'm sorry. I'm not. You can even say, you know, I'm not necessarily sorry for breaking a rule because I'm sure it happens. And and there's and I don't know every rule, and I try my best. But they did the correct thing in assessing me that penalty and. You know, got it. All right, we got to go. Um, coming up next, Jim Talk. <clears throat> At 9.30, Talk Junior Golf. If you like that last segment with uh, some insight that Travis has, he's been running the Texas Junior Golf Tour and the Rocky Mountain Junior Golf Tour for the last three years. He can give you some insight on a lot of stuff. And If your kid wants to play golf or you want to know what goes through, th- how things go there or how – even recruiting goes, we'll get through all that. But first, 9-10, which uh, we usually do the weather, and Rick usually handles this. 
and so my father is a walking human resource nightmare. Just saying. Weather's going to be good today. Weather today is 74 degrees and perfect. Weather tomorrow is 72 degrees and perfect. If you're not playing golf, shame on you. Right? It's going to rain Monday and Tuesday. And for the Dallas Golf Expo next week, it'll be 60s. So So come out to the golf show, get a passbook, and then go use it. Go early because I only got 300 with the the extra lanyard that we're adding. (laughs) So... um, yeah, so come on out. Hopefully we'll see you next week. And we'll be broadcasting there. So will um, Country Force. I forget their name every week. That's okay. And uh, I think maybe even the Story Brothers. So you can see all of us next week. Um, okay, so you and I are both gym rats. I love going to the gym. You love going to the gym. And I made a change recently. I used to get up early and go to the gym. And everybody there was like us. You got your work done. Right. Everybody's got their headphones on. They're just getting their job. They're just getting their workout in. You nod each other, and you go. But my wife recently has gotten into working out. She's enjoying the hell out of it, and so she says, to "Me wait for me, and we'll go to the gym after work." Mm. Okay. That's a big change for you, actually. A huge change. And it's a different element of person in the gym. That's correct. And I have one... And so I'm trying to get my workout done. And I'm probably not the nicest human when I'm trying to get my workout done. Because I don't bring my phone with me. I never bring my phone in the gym. Ever, ever, ever. If... One thing George Dijon taught me is... If you are going to go hard or work out... You don't need to be there very long. True. So I don't want it to be a social time for me. I want to get my workout done. I could do it in about 40 minutes. If I just go hard for 40 minutes, and I'm out of there. So no music? You don't listen to headphones or anything? There's music chimed in in there, so I can hear that. And If I'm doing certain reps of things, I can go to the beat. But if not, I'm just getting my workout done. I'm going. I have TVs. I can kind of glance up. But there's the element in the gym... At evening. And tell me if you've... Is the guy or gal or... The person. Person. Who gets on a gets on a machine, does a set, and sits there for about 10 minutes, texting, looking at Facebook, doing Twitter, and just sits on that machine. Yes. And in my 40 minutes where I want to get this my workout in and out and gone, kind of need to be on that machine. So I go do something else, they're still there. Do something else, they're still there. And I, I'm struggling with, how do I be a Rick with a P? And just say, look, get the hell up. Because I want to work out. Or I just... Go do something else, which to me is not very fair to me. It's my gym too. But I, I've, I'm struggling how to delicately say, I need to use that machine. And you're just sitting there texting. There's chairs over there. You can go text on those chairs. Have you experienced this? Yeah. I, yeah oh, all, all the time. Um, I don't experience it nearly as much 
on with weightlifting because one, I I feel comfortable enough just going, hey, can I work in? That's and can I work? That's in? like the universal like get up. Can I play through? <laughs> or, or well, it's like the universal like, hey, you want to play together? Can I play through on the golf course? Yeah. You know, you mind if I get a set in? You know. Now, I mean, you would agree with this proper gym etiquette. Do a set, get up. You can stand right there, but at least get up so as to show people, hey, I've been here before. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You want to work in? You know, even if you, even if the, you know, I've had Hulk, giant Hulk guys ask me to work in on a set, and I'm, you know, piddling, pushing a little bit of weight, and they get, <laughs> you know, but it's it's no big deal, right? Right. What drives me crazy is I like to. I can't run outside. I just can't do it. Really? I, no, I just can't. I can't. So, uh, you know, on days when I'm doing cardio, you know, I'll go do 45 minutes of cardio, but it's on, I'll do it on machines, you know, uh-huh. where I work out, they've got a good elliptical machine. I'll ride the bike to warm up and then, you know, I'll finish off on the treadmill. That's what drives me crazy. Someone sitting on the exercise bike, barely pedaling because they're, where I work out, there's indoor tennis courts and they're watching somebody on the tennis court. Or they're walking on the treadmill, watching somebody on the tennis court. It's like, look, read the room. If there's a bunch of people in there, get on the machines to work, work out. out. Don't you shouldn't. I, I'm gonna go watch television for 30 minutes and barely pedal. It's like, no, that's so how we, it works. So is your uh, when you are um, doing that? I mean, is, are all the all the cardio machines busy at the, at that time? Not always. And I, I've, I very rarely have an issue where I can't find another cardio machine. But, you know, on the, I mean, if there's two exercise bikes and I need to warm up and two people are on them, yeah. I mean, so that's, it's harder. And it's harder to, to say, hey, get up on a, on a cardio machine. Yeah. Weights, I mean, the net nature of weights is that your set is short and then you get up. But, yeah, I mean, you mind if I work in. That's just you got to. Anyone yeah. that knows what they're doing, you know, it's, wise. it's interesting. So, you know, changing from the mornings to the after to the evenings is, is a dramatic change, and again, it's a different person that you're. But I like I like going with my wife. I mean, you you have a young kid at home. I'm an empty nester now. It's, sure. I get to hang with my wife, and it's fun. And I like doing it, and she's working out too, and so we get to go do it together. It's I, I look you. When your kid goes away to college or 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 leaves the nest, you start to realize Man, I haven't spent that much time with my. Wife Spouse, yeah. over the last fifteen years, I kind of like her. I'm gonna kind of <laughs> hang out. So, I, so I mean, that's where I am right now. So I like going to do it, and I feel I've re- resisted saying anything to anybody because it's like, all right, am I gonna get into confrontation? And my wife hates confrontations. Yeah, I get into. I don't have a problem with them. I almost enjoy them. <laughs> But I was like, you know, am I going to do this? No, I'll just go do something else. And I've found that I'm just making my workout worse. Well, all of a sudden, you're not having a good time. You're losing your focus. Right. I mean, you. I like to work out. I don't work out as hard as you do, but you work out hard. And so, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, you could, if you're not focused, you could hurt yourself. I mean, just yeah. some do you of the take times, any? I mean, yeah. well, anybody can. You can get hurt working out if you're not yeah. paying attention. I would love to. I would love to be able to work out in the morning. I just. I've never been a guy that can do it with consistency. I'm late. I just can't. But what, the times that I have, it's a different person that's working out in the morning. There's it's no pe- question. It's, it's guys who are committed. That's or, right. Not guys. People, people who are committed. Yeah. And yeah. I, And I like it. And everything respect. runs like a machine in the morning. But I it's would prefer smooth. working out with my wife. Yeah. I just. I think you just gotta gotta yeah. go with the. 
hey, can I work in? It's just like when you get to the, I mean, it's just like ready golf. Yeah. Do you take hey, any pre-workout? I, what do you mean? The pre-workout drink, like the uh, powder that you mix into your water? No. No, he's just all he's just all animal in the gym, man. He just goes in there, hulks up all natural. But that natural after. testosterone. Like it. It's That's yes. right. You don't it, need the I big like D wave? No. No, no big D wave. No. No. I'm I am what I am and I and I like it and all I just, natural. But I, I you know, I guess I'm I'm much more considerate or or looking around at what's going on in the gym more so than some other as Rick would call them, obliviates. Yeah, and I mean, probably half the people that you're looking at doing that literally just aren't paying attention. And if you said, hey, can I work? And they would go, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. And you just got to try it. Yeah. And then anyone that doesn't, just hulk on them. I, was, I, was, I built a new room in my house, and I was thinking, I'm just going to make a gym out of that. Yeah, or do that. But if you want everything in yeah. a gym that you use, good luck not going broke. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's you need a lot expensive. of space. Yes, so I, that was very short-lived. So, all right, my wife is texting now. What is she? What is she going to say? Is there a? Can you sell Amy on? Can we work out together in the morning? Uh, that's not going to happen with my wife. No. Fair enough. Even like no. eight o'clock? No. Not fair. No. I mean, fair. I, I can't. I can't do it. My wife. Maybe I could do eight o'clock. Maybe. But then I feel like I'm, I need to be up doing other stuff. Like the people that get up and work out at 5. Uh, that I've never done. I, I mean, Rick, you know, Rick maybe not quite that early, but yeah. he gets up and works out early. And yeah. then is, I always, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't force myself to go to bed early enough to be able to do that. That's really my problem. I yeah. can't go to bed. <laughs> when I was your age, I was the same way. Now, I mean, I get up, I get up at, I don't get up at five, but I get up and I, I want to see what's going on in the world. So sure. I have to I have to look at the news for twenty minutes, either read it or look it on TV. I got to see what's going on, and I don't have any idea. It doesn't affect me at all, but you know, sure. It's coronavirus hit Brazil yet? I need to know. I don't know why I need to know. It doesn't affect my life, but yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more aggressive, assertive, assertive. There you go. Hey, can I work in? Good, good. All right, that was all um, brought to you by. Hmm. Union Bear. Union part Bear. Th- part of our thirty-three deal. That's, yes, you get thirty-three dollar gift card if you go to the, at the golf show. And by the way, I when I picked up the certificates last week, I had dinner there with my wife after we worked out. Nice. Place rocks. Dude, that's Place that rocks. thirty-three card has got some stellar restaurants on it. Yeah. At Union Bear, Taverna Rosa. Yes. Top flight. Yes, they have a cauliflower pizza there at Turbo. No, out. Yeah, if I'm getting good. pizza, I want it trash. It's not <laughs> that bad. To fill my body with the worst possible thing. Cauliflower pizza is not that bad. It's mm. good. It's, it's like good. You, you can't toss a cauliflower it's like good. you can the dough, though. Okay, so my dad's asking a question to my to uh, Travis right now, knowing that there's headphones on our heads. And we're talking, but give, give him the mic. Know, give it, him the mic. It must be more no, important for whatever he's not asking. So the mic. we're going to take a break right now and listen to what my dad's got to say. And coming up next, we'll talk junior golf. Hey, it's a party here at Crest Cars because Mike Broson is here, Mike Kagan's here, Travis Measley's here, my dad's here, Kern's here, and uh, and a lot of people are here. Happily, happily, just 
waiting for their cars, buying cars. You can get zero interest on either a purchase or a lease. That's remarkable. Whose phone was that? Not mine. Huh. Um, so you can get a, a purchase or a lease at 0%, which is remarkable. On a lease, 0% financial lease is remarkable. You just got to go to Crest Cars. And by the way, in, in about another month or two, they will have their Volvo dealership over here as well. So fun stuff. All right. At 9.50, we will mix with Country Force. See what's going on in their world. Eli Jordan. The Eli Jordan. You know, it's funny. He's one of the... It, the interesting thing about him is is his persona on air is very different than his persona in the office. Really? Is he like Jordan? Yeah. I. He's got a very... When he's in the office, when he's on the air, he's very serious to me, and he's talking... I mean, he's very good at what he does, reporting sure. whatever. He's in the office. He's got a quick wit. He is... Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he'll, he makes me... Laugh yeah, more than I laugh. give That's him a good point. It's a good. Sometimes I miss it. <laughs> yeah, you go. Think, yeah, you, oh, yeah. Because it's just like real dry yeah. and straight delivery. Yeah, I he's agree. he's smarter oh, yeah. than a normal radio guy. <laughs> anyway, I I digress. So stupid. I'm gonna say about three years ago, maybe three and a half years ago, we had the opportunity to purchase. Four. four. Has it been four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had the opportunity to purchase the. Um, Texas Junior Golf Tour. It was run very well before us, uh, but we had the opportunity to, to buy it, and uh, so I, I, with my partner Joe Munch, decided to make that call. And Joe and I were decide, debating who runs this thing, and I said, I got one guy I know who can do it, and he's perfect. And I said, but I got to... He didn't work out, so you hired me. No, <laughs> but I got to make it his idea. So at the time, Travis was running the magazine, doing what Eli does now. And um, I, I, he, he did a very, very good job, formally trained as an editor and, and whatever. And so I brought you in the office one day, and I said, I'm thinking about buying the Texas Junior Golf Tour. I think it'd be a really cool thing. I just need to figure out somebody to run it. And I watched your brain work for about eight seconds. And you said, it's got to be me. I want to do it. And I don't know if you've ever run a golf tournament before that moment. No. But uh, we put you in charge. And a year later, we bought the Rocky Mountain Junior Golf Tour. And love the space. Love working with kids. Love working with parents. And uh, um, it's, it's, it's just fun as fun as hell my wife helps on recruiting kids and we had one of the we had a a two college coaches for women send us notes saying hey we need girls for 2020 and we have money help so my wife has worked harder the last two or three days than i've seen her work in a long time trying to help these college coaches work figure out you know if there's anybody out there that's not committed yet who is good enough to play and uh, so that's and when you play somebody like that, that guy has to be one of the most rewarding things. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that you use we use the word places. It's technically correct. But, you know, the 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 tough and great thing, if we're just talking about recruiting real quick, the tough and great thing about recruiting in our sport is um, that a lot of the work 
falls on the player and the yes. family because you're talking about <clears throat> excuse me you're talking about a sport where the budget the recruiting budget for the upper 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 echelon teams may be one one hundredth of their football oh yeah or one one thousandth you know so 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 when as you go down the list and and you know we've heard from coaches you know that or, or players that say hey a coach is, has asked me if i'm playing in this tournament so they can come watch and that may be their recruiting budget for the whole year that's right to travel that's right so so, so the, the the difficult thing about it is is that is that you know there is a lot of 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 onus uh hey or, or pressure on or, the player or to, anus, that's right um on the player to put be putting legwork in to to become a salesperson for yes. themselves 100 percent. i'm so glad you said that and 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 that's that can be very difficult um to for a 16 17 18 year old to be making those phone calls to 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 be consistently you know knocking on doors so to speak but on the flip side then when it happens when it you know when that process comes to fruition and and a kid a player earns a scholarship or and signs you know in 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 november or in april it's that much more rewarding because you know look we we can lead them and guide them but in the end it's the amount of work they put into it right and so when you when we get that email or that phone call you know i i, I got a college scholarship you know i'll never forget when we first started um, and I'm going to use this young man's name because he works super hard and he's having success. Um, and you know, I'm, um, uh, young man named Kevin Graves, oh, yeah. senior in high school when we first, uh, started and, and, and was a late, was a late, he was a hockey he, player and a yes. lefty. His and, son was my son's age. So I his knew his, his brother. I right. Mean, yes. His brother. <laughs> yes. His brother was my son's age. So I'd seen the family right on tours and Kevin was a hockey player. Um, for most of his life, a lefty and got started late, was a good, a good player, but started late in the process of mm -hmm. recruiting. And, you know, we sat down with them and we said, you know, here's what you need to do. Here's the, you need to have this and this, and here's who we're so going to contact. Say, and December of his senior year, we, I saw him at the Christmas event, yep. a holiday event, mm -hmm. and he had no place yeah. to go yet. Right. So that's how late he was. And we were working with him and he had, he had played really well that summer before, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, maybe in March or late February, he hears that I saw him at a tournament, or, or maybe they even called me and he said, I'm, "I got an offer to play at DBU, good a good, a good division, you know, good division two school." And you know, again, they were so appreciative of the work that we did. But the message was, dude, you, you know, we just kind of guided you. I mean, he worked his tail off mm -hmm. and is having. I've seen him a couple times since then, and he's, you know adapted and is doing great and 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 the reward for him was so much greater because man he worked so hard that's great and it paid off that's and great. that's what's that, that's what's cool about you know our sport and when you talk about recruiting okay so help us out I'll if try. i'm a if i'm a if i'm a top level d1 prospect if i'm looking at texas a&m university of georgia texas oklahoma state in high school in high school or high school level or TJGT level tournaments, yeah. what am I shooting? Well, you're you're shooting on, par, under par. I'm under par. Yeah, and, even and, in, in high school. Oh, in high school, absolutely. Yes, you know, and you're. I mean, just go look at what Jordan or Scotty Scheffler or, you know, there's a couple kids down at Westlake right now that are 
just blowing the doors off of these high school tournaments, you mm-hmm. know, shooting four, five, six, seven, eight under par. Um, and then they're going to SMU and Texas and Stanford and, and, and then, and then you're doing it in national tournaments too. You know, okay. you're traveling and, and you don't have to, but, but, but that's the kind of skill level that you're talking about, you know, is that if you, you can f- go any, you are the, I'll go anywhere. I can go anywhere. I can play anybody on any golf course and I'm going to, Okay. All right. So give me a solid Division Two. I want to play at St. Edwards, St. Mary's. Um, give me another Colorado School of Mines. What's another good D2 school? Oh, DBU. DBU. What am I shooting in, co- in high school at that level? You know, I mean, you're starting to get into the grayer area where other things matter too, you know, academics test score those stuff matter all the time but at, getting more and more important they're getting more and more they can they can have more of a factor is really what what, what you should say um but i mean i mean places like dbu um i mean on the women's side i mean that's national championship level program too so 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 yeah i mean you're you're talking you know you're talking low to mid 70s you know okay. you're talking mid 70s and again that's i i hate saying that because it's a uh it, it, I don't want to put anybody in a box. Sure, but but look, the fact of the matter is, div, all Division One programs and your high level Division Two programs are the kids are unbelievable. Okay, it's um, it's unbelievable how good they are. Okay, so I I have a daughter. I have a daughter too. Oh, I, I do don't. have a daughter. I have a daughter, and she's a junior in high school, and she's breaking eighty half the time. Cool. So she's shooting 78, 79 half the time, 82, 83 half the time. Where can she go? Man, she's got a lot of options. At uh, that level. Oh, yeah. Now, is she going to go to Alabama or Texas? No, probably not. But why'd you have to say Alabama? Well, just because that's a <laughs> – I know. Um, or Georgia, or Texas you. A&M, or Oklahoma. But – and without naming schools, I'm going to give you a different statistic um, that underlines the same point you're trying to make. Uh it's either 2017 or 2018 data um, about scholarships and the breakdown of scholarships um, in college golf. And in uh, 2017, the average scholarship for a graduating senior male high school golfer going into college was about $12,000. It's the average scholarship they got in golf. So you're still paying for school. It's not football. And that that was athletic. You know, there's academics and all that stuff. And I always tell the kids – Find a place you can get into that that you can go that you may not be able to get into just strictly on academics. Sure, sure. So, twelve thousand for for a male, mm-hmm. for a girl, twenty two thousand. So almost double, almost double. Because there's more because of Title Nine. There's more opportunities for the girls. Well, and more money and the there's not more money from a, a rules standpoint. Rules are the same, mm-hmm. but the the talent, the player pool. Gotcha. I mean, you're, it's it's it is evening out over you know the last five ten years, but there's I mean but the still, demand for female golfers of a solid caliber still m- much outweighs the supply, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, I mean when we do college recruiting talks and college recruiting sessions with groups, mm-hmm. that's like the first thing I leave with like, hey, raise your hand if you have a daughter. People raise their hand. Great, you're going to love this. Look at <laughs> look look at what's you know look at the opportunities and what's available out there to you as a as a um, young lady 
versus a, a, a you know a high school guy and it's a bummer for the guys when they see that they go oh man bummer but uh, it's just not if you're Jordan Speed. No, that's right or, but or the opportunity Will Torres yeah. or any of the kids uh, who sure. are right, Cole but, Hammer but the opportunity for female golfers in high school I mean if you can you know get your stuff together academically get some good test scores and play good golf play solid golf I mean but even all even all the way down you know to if you're shooting 90 but you really want to play college golf and there's a place out there for you now it's not Texas it's not DBU, but there's a place, and the money's going to be there more there for a girl than it is for a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it just takes a little bit of legwork, but especially girls. I mean, the what you were just talking about with Amy, our recruiting liaison, that's working with two two college coaches. It is almost March, and they're looking for current seniors. Yeah, and they've got money to spend. Most of these kids probably are already getting their acceptance letters of where they're going to be going, right. and already because applications already have to be in, but. You know, if if you if you do this, it's kind of a, uh, you know, hey, I need somebody. If a coach goes in, and you know, my wife Amy doesn't work with the coaches; she works with the kids. Right. So it's if she gets that that message, she's not a ambassador for that school. She's ambassador for the kids. Right. That's why we're trying to find the kids who still don't have a place to go, and we kind of keep track of that stuff, right? But sure. hey, you know, if you wanted to go to if you wanted to play in college right now. And you know, Amy will help you, and she knows a couple places that's got some spots open. Right. And again, and with money, and lots it, of money. And it boils down to again the girls, though. Correct. But we get that for guys sometimes. Here's the thing that can happen, and this is where you don't. And where I used to say, because I, I used to help kids in lacrosse too, some. Um, be careful because there could be a kid who's a junior right now on the golf team who's really good. And he's like, you know what? I'm going abroad next year. Or I'm turning pro. Or I don't want to play golf anymore. And all of a sudden, the coach has a spot open. Yep. And he's like, hmm, what do I do now? And he may be, you may be somebody who can fill in on a bigger program. Not if you sign your letter of intent. You're right. stuck. But um, there, there's always opportunities out there. And so or I didn't, he, qualify, I didn't qualify academically. It's didn't qualify life. academically. It's January my senior year, and I just found out. I didn't qualify academically. Yeah. And and then, you know, yeah, big name school, you could go, oh, wow, I've got a spot open. Yep. Yep. So there's all sorts of opportunities. It's, uh, is there somewhere somebody wants to talk to you a little bit more, they can get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, you can catch me at, you can email me at travism at tjgt.com. Also, our phone number, my phone number is on the website, tjgt.com. You can follow us on Instagram at TXJRGolf. Or on XJR Golf, or okay. a tw- on Twitter at at TJGT all caps. Check out what we're doing. Okay, um, weather's getting good. It's time to start playing tournaments. There you go. Okay, that is Travis Measley. All right, it is nine fifty three on. It's Saturday. My dad took my cheat sheet. It's ninety Sports Radio ninety six seven and thirteen ten. The ticket coming up next. We mix with Country Force. Thanks to Crest Cars for having us out. It is uh, still packed here. It's just a fun place, a busy place to be. It's a lot of energy. If you're going to have to, like I said, if you're going to have to wait somewhere, yeah, why not here? Why not wait here? Yeah. So uh, you can still get 0% interest on a lease or a purchase at Infinity. And uh, by the way, they have a new Escalade coming out in about two months. 
it's looks like the entire front of the car is, is a screen. Really? It's like a yeah, iPad screen or whatever. I dig that. New, cool technology in cars. I don't I like it. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, next week, if you haven't been listening, uh, you, you had to heard this, but we will be at the DFW Golf Show next week. And we got a special package for you. You can see it on our website. If you're on our email list, you'll get it again next week. But uh, we got 300 special packages, so you need to come out and see us. Uh, come meet me. Come meet Eli. Uh, we'll all be there Saturday broadcasting from there. So uh, hope to see you out there. And without further ado, let's uh, say hello to Country Force. Hello, hello. Hi, Craig. Good morning, guys. I don't think "Come Meet Eli" is a real good hook for the DFW That's golf absolutely, show. <laughs> I'm reeled in. I'll be there. <laughs> How many so. people have just bought their tickets online? Probably a, a some. You can Zero. do that, by the way. You can. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: you are the new face of the magazine. That's Am right. I? So if you are an avid golfer, yeah. also probably not a very good hook. Ooh, that's absolutely great. Or an avid, <laughs> or an avid listener of the Country Force Radio. Program, show, uh, presentation, show. stuff, hot dog, spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Are so, we supposed to agree um, with that? or I don't know. <laughs> Are we? I'm just telling you, yeah, I think it's a better hook than you give it credit for. I agree. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. So what's up, and boys? How are we doing? See, You can come see Ty Walker. Yeah, and I'll be. And talk. You can talk Star Wars if you're not into golf. Or wrestling. Yeah. Or wrestling. Rangers baseball. Porn. No, we're porn. We're I porn birthdays. I, I talked to you last night to the chiropractor of the WWF. Really? Did really? you know? Yeah. And we didn't discuss no, we did. this Is on the show? Is it called WWF? It's WWE. WWE. Why did we not uh, talk about Because it's entertainment. Yes. Yeah. He's a chiropractor. He's about 5'5". Five, five. I'm thinking, how is he adjusting these guys? With the baseball probably bat? Standing yeah. on them? Or is he a chiropractor yeah, for the World Wildlife Foundation? Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, yeah he could be. If he uh, said WWF, maybe he's, he's <laughs> yeah. WWF. Yeah, he's, yeah, I had this panda in the office yeah. yesterday. And... <laughs> See, that's wit. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, I get one of those once yeah. every six months or so. Today? Stuff and things, so you, you know. Are... Perfect. In, in that's studio? my favorite stuff to listen to. We are in studio. We'll be at the golf show okay, next so... week. Yeah, so I've said that. So <laughs> if you were... If you were had the choice of going to see Opeth tonight or the Eagles, which one are you going to? I don't know. What's an Opeth? That's that uh, Cookie Monster hardcore metal. Oh, it's a hell yeah. Catlin will probably be there. That's Cat's like favorite band. Yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with their catalog. Absolutely the Eagles. Sold out, really? Sold out. Then there are still tickets available to the Eagles. So... There's that. Not any affordable ones. I've seen the Eagles. They're pretty good. True? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're all right. Pretty solid. I'm glad yeah. I saw them before Glenn yeah, I, passed. I did, too. I think it I was. I think it'll still be a good show, but I'm glad that it was the the actual dude there, not his son. I think I saw him in about 2002, I think, maybe. So it was, yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, so they were good. So is it the original lineup minus Glenn Fry, or is well, it's changed over the years. Well, I'm, I mean, Timothy B. Schmidt's in there, but he wasn't original. I mean, is Don Henley going to be there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Don Henley's the face of the, yes. Big, now. Big yeah. P1, Don Henley. Yes, indeed. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Is that true? Why, claim it. Yes. 
He's definitely – I'm not sure how much he listens, but he is definitely aware of the ticket. He knows okay. the power of the ticket. Okay. Yeah, I wish we knew. We do know. So maybe he'll give me a shout-out tonight, knowing nope. that I'll be there? He no. probably won't. No. Uh, Please stand not. up. Craig Rosengarden. <laughs> Everybody welcome. Greg Rosengarden. <laughs> the anus is on him. This song's for you. Here's Witchy Woman. <laughs> Are you ready to skull balls? <laughs> Hold up a big sign. Take a big sign. And yes, <laughs> I'm Craig. Yeah, and, and like at game day, you can have your you can have your Venmo account on there and just see if people will like throw you some beer money yes. or something. Just say I'm gonna I'm gonna say that if he's a P1, I'm I, I'm probably pretty darn far down probably. the totem pole of who we'd be giving a shout just, out to. You could hold up a you sign that sign says, says like says Henley. There's no way that's a word. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's a good one. Or you could go game day, and as a Georgia fan, you can make a sign that says like Dan Mullen wears socks with sandals or something. Hold that up. Yeah, and people would be exactly. really confused. I don't even know what that Re- means. Really Should confused. I, when you people. watch like ESPN game day, they're always oh. holding up signs of like their rivals, yeah. dumb stuff about their rival coaches. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. No, so. it'll be it'll be good. They're, they're so gonna put what, a great show. what you're saying is you're not going to be in the mosh pit at Opeth. Opeth. I, will not. I, I, I did. I gave my tickets to Cat. I can't believe they were in demand. I I said to Cat, I said, in exchange, you'll give me a free pass if I screw up the new ticket tagline of Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. You knocked it out of the park right there. There you go. So I, I, didn't miss, I didn't screw up once, I don't think so. Nice. Not. I mean, we did okay today. They didn't cut our feed at any point. No? With no. Not here. No. No. And I don't think I e-braked. I don't think so. Well, there's something that's to be a, said for that. Well, well that's, that's got to be a first, right? And, I, <laughs> and I'm wondering, so usually Jay King's got about five minutes worth of stuff I said very poorly. Um, well, let's go to the judges. Jay, what do we have today? Do you have open. anything? Today was pretty light. Pretty clean. Okay. Yeah, he's, All right. He did really well. He was, was he, was he e-break free as he claimed? I guess you'll just have to find out at <laughs> a.m. Saturday morning. All right. <laughs> What about Travis? How did Travis do? Does Travis have a? Travis was actually very I clean today. S- okay, no, good. Right. Look at that. No, no my, issues my with him. He's a pro. He breaks. That's right. Craig tripped over himself when he ever had a Mr. problem. Mr. Rosengarden be on the air. Yeah. So they might have cut our cable. Yeah. He did say so. He had current cracking up because he did make a mention of a employee or at Crest that he made a comment that. Is not very ni- 2010. May not even be 1990-esque. 2010. <laughs> or 2020. Yeah, you're only a decade off. Yeah, of Old people are gay. Whoa, thank oh, you, Corby. Corby. Golly, <laughs> that's just Jeez. inappropriate, sir. Yeah. Not, not the time. All right, so what do we got on we have a Force today? We have a big-name guest big today. Big-name guest at 1030... We are going to speak with Oliver Luck, the commissioner of the XFL. Yes. Okay, so Oliver Luck, when I was a Baltimore Colt fan, diehard, we we drafted in the first round that guy from Ohio State that was a gambler that never played because he oh, I can't uh, remember his name. Arch Schleister. Arch Schleister. Arch Schleister. It was terrible. In the fourth round, we drafted Oliver Luck. And we weren't very good, but he was our starting quarterback for as long as I was still a Colt fan until they moved to Indianapolis. So I, I'm i going to tune in because I was a big fan of his. 
Yeah, probably he's, the only one in the Metroplex who was. Yeah, you know he uh, he went on. He went and played. I think most notably for the Oilers, and that's where Andrew, when he was born, he he was he's a Houstonian, so he's mm-hmm. got that that's in right. his background. And so yeah, we're gonna have him on to talk. He's gonna be at the game tomorrow out at the ballpark. The uh, the Roughnecks and the Renegades. So he's going to be in town, and we're going to talk to him. He was a Rhodes Scholar finalist in 1981. Did yeah, you know he's that? a smart dude. Yeah, very I did smart know dude. Because I was, a, like I said, I was a big fan of his back then, and we didn't have the internet, so you read stuff about people then, and I read oh, that about him. He was also a coach for the Frankfurt Galaxy and the Ryan Fire. And World, I think he ended up. League. I think he ended up being like a top exec for the World League too. So I think that's part of the reason they brought him on because he's dealt with stuff like this. Is he still on the college football playoff committee? I know. I think when he, I think when he took this job, he he stepped down from that. Ah, so he's not involved in that anymore. But the dude is smart. And say what you want to about the XFL, he has been such a good uh, guy to be and be the face of this thing before the before the games actually started because he's so smart and he's so well spoken. And I think uh, he's given it whatever credibility you want to say the XFL has. It's been because of Oliver Luck going out there and speaking to anybody and everybody, as he will this morning. That's cool. That's we should have. They got better guesses than we have. <laughs> we didn't have a guess. You didn't have a no. guest. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, could have, like I said, could have put my dad on, but I'm thinking Oliver Luck might yeah. have trumped him. Probably. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Ivan's pretty pretty slick. Yeah. It's a wild card. So. All right. Well, have a great show. We'll I'll do be it. Tuning in. Tell Oliver he's got a big fan here. We'll do I it. Will. See you, boys. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound.